Hey peeps, welcome to MAD Deep End of the Pool. Um, today I have a very special guest, Dan Burns, which is out of, um, generically out of the Pittsburgh area. Um, he is the founder of a super cool group for disabled kids to get them out into the outdoors um, his group does hunting and fishing trips again for kids that are disabled so I will we talked the other day and just what a super cool organization of course they're 501c which I'm sure he'll talk about um, another thing that I like about his group is that they no one receives any type of salary. All the monies that are collected, donated, go right <coughs> back to the kids. Um, so periodically you might hear some weird noises in the background because obviously we're, we're going to be on the phone and um, my phone will be making crazy noises every once in a while. So just kind of listen through that. And um, I uh, hope you all enjoy. So... Here's my new friend, Dan Burns. Hey, Dan, how's it going today? Good, how are you? Good. Um, obviously, we are here today to talk about uh, your your group. And if you could start just from the beginning, like as far as the name of the group, and then if you want to go into the, the backstory, does that sound okay? Okay, that's fine. Okay, so... Go right ahead. Um, uh, the, the organization is called Nevin's Hunting Friends. Um, to give folks a little uh, feedback on what we do is we take out disabled kids, special need kids, and get them into the outdoors so he or she can enjoy it as we can. Uh, some people with uh, special needs uh, don't have the means to get there. Uh, they don't have the family to take them there. Uh, and they also don't have the cost to take them there due to an illness or medical condition that they have due to expenses. Um, it was it was started by my son, Nevin. Uh, at eight years old, uh, we were at a church uh, game dinner, wild game dinner, and uh, there was a sign-up sheet there for a turkey hunt uh, in the spring uh, for kids um, with disabilities to go. They were looking for some kids to take out. Um, to back up a little bit, my son, Nevin, has juvenile rheumatoid arthritis, um, which is uh, affects his hands, his knees, uh, his feet, uh, in a way that uh, your grandparents would have uh, the cramping in their fingers and the legs and stuff like that. So w as he began to walk at an early age, um, we noticed that he was having difficulty in his legs. So after a long research and many, many hospital visits and doctor visits, they found out he had rheumatoid arthritis. Um, so with that being said, he's not an active person. Uh, he doesn't play baseball, football, soccer, etc., okay. due to the illnesses that he, uh, that the arthritis that he has. And uh, getting outdoors and being active um, has uh, his toll on him. So he turned to hunting and fishing because you don't have to be super active to do it. Uh, and you can 
and still be in the outdoors. So with that being said, uh, back to the game dinner. We went to the game dinner, signed up for the hunt, uh, and then come in March uh, in Pennsylvania. Uh, it was later March that year, and we went on a turkey hunt uh, and was unsuccessful. Uh, in Pennsylvania, you can only hunt till noon for turkey in the spring for the first couple of weeks. And uh, so they brought, we brought him back to uh, the uh, lodge, uh, had a meal, uh, had some fellowship, good conversation with everybody. Uh, Nevin uh, was one of about uh, 15 or so kids there for that day for the turkey hunt. Okay. And uh, I looked outside, and he's sitting against a picnic table uh, with a young lady in a wheelchair, another fella. Uh, that had uh, crutches, and another gentleman that was sitting there. There was four of them sitting at the picnic table. And I went outside and asked him if he's okay. And he says, yeah, I, I'm okay. My legs just hurt. And I uh, was watching all the other kids play. Uh, with that being said, we came home, uh, and uh, we got an invite to a deer hunt for the following fall at the same location. And Nevin harvested his first deer at the age of eight years old. Oh, nice. Actually, I was just so, going to say to you, how old was he when he, he did that? So that was so he was eight years old at that time. Okay. Eight years old, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and at the time, that was uh, seven years ago, that was the minimum age requirement for a, a mentored youth in Pennsylvania. Right. Uh, since then, the law has changed a little bit. Right. Uh, but, but with that, uh, the, after he harvested that deer, they said, hey, you want to come back for turkey season in the spring because you didn't get a turkey, you're more than welcome to. So he was all gung-ho for that. And uh, come uh, February of that following year, a month before the turkey herd was supposed to take place, uh, I got a phone call saying that the landowner had passed away, that they are not going to have a turkey hunt for that spring. So I had to tell Nevin, and Nevin said, uh, you know, that, that's a shame. I wanted to go turkey hunting really bad and trying to get a turkey. And I said, you know, that, that's, you know, that's what happens. And Sorry, we're not going to be able to go. And he says to me, "Would can we take the kids out hunting? And I said, which kids? And he says, the kids at the hunt. You know, granted, there was 15 kids there. Right. I had no means or any place to take kids or the capability to take out 15 kids at one time. Right. Okay. Um, with that being said, he says, no, Dad. He says, I, I want to take my friends. I said, which ones are your friends? He says, the ones at the picnic table, the ones that can't get out and hunt like me. Oh, so so what he did was he, he was going back to the first the first hunt when he was hanging out on the picnic table with those, those four other kids, and he said, that those are my friends that I want to take them with me. Yeah, that's, okay. that's correct. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, you want to take the kids that are sitting at the picnic table that can't get out. The other kids can get out. Okay. So, you know, with long deliberation, uh, I talk with my wife. Uh, I talk with my brother-in-laws, my sister-in-laws, you know, friends that we all get together and hunt. And I talk with uh, some different folks. And uh, we decided to, to try to take out a couple kids. Okay. So we put a we put a uh, uh, post on social media, seeing if anybody would respond. 
had four kids that were responded to it. Um, so we took out that following deer season, we took out uh, four kids with Nevin uh, on a, a deer hunt, uh, antlerless deer hunt on the youth, youth day. Um, and they actually, all five of them got the deer. Oh, that, that is uh, totally so, awesome. So, so we, were, we were pretty pumped. Nevin was pretty happy, um, you know, and, and it started from there. Um, and then Nevin called his group Nevin's Hunting Friends. Nevin's? Uh, so, so it's called in Nevin? In to the friends that were at the picnic table, uh, and, and that's how this started. That's pretty um, cool. So, and uh, that was in 2014. Okay, so that was 2014. Okay. Gotcha. 2014, that happened. Okay, go ahead. Um, and then since then, uh, we've taken kids out for turkey season. Uh, after that, we took out kids for deer season after that. And we're now in our seventh year of taking out kids. Um, and currently, we're at 20 kids is our maximum that we can take out um, because that's all the property that we have uh, to take kids out this time. Okay, so then when it was around 2014 when you guys did this first hunt with the with the five total of five kids, correct? Correct. And yeah, then four kids plus nothing. And then at some point, um, you guys decided to become a nonprofit. Correct. Okay. In when... uh, 2015, we applied for the paperwork for a nonprofit. And uh, January of 2016, we officially became the 501c3 uh, nonprofit in the state of Pennsylvania. So that's pretty cool. So real, realistically, it just took you about a year from the time where they weren't able to hunt anymore because the landowner died to the point where mm -hmm. you got your 501c to become a nonprofit. So then how did you go? How did you how did you wind up getting um, getting land or getting permission to hunt at places? Well, we just uh, we got a hold of some people. Uh, being that we're nonprofit, there's different laws for Pennsylvania, so we had to create a board of directors. Uh, we had to create a, a you know a different a, a group inside that board to you know as far as uh, donifying property and whatnot. A couple of the board members knew some people up north, and uh, we uh, it was actually the same place that we took them in. <laughs> in the first stunt and uh, right beside their property. So then we, uh, from there, we adjoined two properties. Uh, and then, uh, you know, we contacted the owners from, from neighboring properties. And we all, right now, currently, we have six of them that are up in, the, in an area in northern, uh, northwest PA, um, which consists of about 5,000 acres uh, between all of the farms. Uh, and they closed it off for the kids for that particular weekend. Oh, that's awesome. So the homeowners themselves close it off? Is that what you're saying? Yes, the homeowner, homeowner closes it off. Oh, that's nice. Um, they post the property, um, and they actually come out, and they manage uh, around the area um, to make sure that nobody sneaks in and, uh, and whatnot to let the kids hunt for the day. Oh, that's, that is totally cool. Um, yeah. I'm going through my notes, and I, I kind of lost my track for one second. Um, oh, I know what I wanted to ask you. Um, 
So what do you actually call or where do you actually call home, I guess, home base? Home base uh, is actually at my house, <laughs> okay. uh, Nevin's house, uh, which is in uh, Shakur, Pennsylvania, okay. uh, which is uh, if you're on a map and you're looking at Pittsburgh and Erie, we're directly between Pittsburgh and Erie, uh, right north of uh, Pittsburgh. Okay, so you're you're basically between the two. You're basically between the two, and Western Pennsylvania is a good way to say it. Is that right? Western Pennsylvania. Yeah. That's correct. Okay, good deal. And with uh, what goes along with um, when you, when you, when one has a uh, a nonprofit organization and you're trying to um, accommodate the amount of kids in this case, the kids that you have. How do you guys go about collecting the items? Because I, I know, you know, when you go hunting, I mean, you need hunting clothes and you need some, maybe a blind right. or something. So talk about that. How do, you, how do you get together or like how do you yeah. raise funds for that type of thing? Yeah, when we first got started, it was pretty tough because, uh, you know, Nevin and I paid for it out of pocket um, to try to get these kids out there. I mean, you know, you need a hunting license. You know, you need in Pennsylvania, you need a, uh, a doe tag. Uh, which is extra cost. Uh, you need hunting clothes. You need a firearm. You need you know, uh, bullets and whatnot. It's expensive to be a, an adult hunter. It's the same thing for a child hunter. So what Nevin and I did is we went to a local um, T-shirt company. Okay. And uh, they uh, made some hats for us. We started out with a dozen hats. Okay. Uh, and we went around uh, to different stores. And we tried to sell these hats to raise money. So we sold those dozen hats. We turned around and bought another dozen hats. <laughs> okay. We kept going from there, you know, and, and tried to, to raise funds. We put a donation jar out. And the first year, we paid for them five kids to go hunting, uh, you know, and then Nevin and I recouped our, our uh, financial uh, input into it. And uh, it's just been that way ever since. But we do have, uh, you know, different fundraisers every year. Um, and we have an annual fundraiser, which is in the spring uh, for the kids. So it takes a lot of money uh, to try to get this. Uh, to be in our organization, there's only required three things to be in our organization. Okay. First of all, you need to have an illness. Okay. Now, I have a lot of people saying, you know, does it have to be a major illness or is it, or is it a minor illness? If you are diagnosed from a doctor being as a child, it's usually a beginner illness. Um, there's some kids that are, you know, a little bit far uh, in their illnesses uh, to be secondary or third, if you want to categorize it as a stage. But most of them are beginner illnesses. So what happens is they'll sign up on our website and they'll put their illness on there. And, you know, some of we, some of the re illnesses we recognize, some of the illnesses we don't recognize. And what is, I don't, I don't really get into their illnesses personally because they're dealing with something uh, that nobody can control. Right. Uh, we do have a, uh, Nevin's doctor is actually local to us. Oh, okay. Um, so I'll just, I'll just say, hey, what is this illness? And he'll tell me what it is. He'll tell me what it does and, and how would it affect. And usually by that, we can see the kid. Uh, you know, we don't get personal. Okay. Uh, you know, somebody says, hey, I have X, Y, Z. Um, we don't really get into it and say, you know, when did you get it? How long have you had it? What's it do to you? You know, we, we kind of look 
Um, you can tell if a person has an illness or not. So somebody's not trying to, you know, kid you or whatnot. Right. And, uh, so and, and we do that. Yeah, and I guess it's... And as far as numbers... I'm sorry. I guess it's okay. it's 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 also important for safety reasons. Um, you know, you need to have a, yeah. a, a, I guess I would call it a working knowledge of what the, what the condition is, so that you can accommodate them that person for whatever their needs would be. From like that from a correct. safety standpoint, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, somebody somebody with uh, you know muscular dystrophy. You know, we're going to put in a different location than uh, somebody that has a, uh, a lung trouble or a heart trouble. You know, right. neither one of them can probably walk to their location. So we will probably kind of, we'll drive the person right to the blind. Okay. Uh, that way there's no stress on them. Uh, you know, we make it as very easily as we possibly can for the kids and hopefully for a, a good successful hunt. Yeah, that's pretty, this is just, yeah. what we, you know, no surprise to anybody that's listening. I mean, we had had a conversation prior to today, and I had a week the, over the weekend to think about it. And I was talking to my wife and a, a, another buddy of mine, and we were just absolutely blown away at what you guys do. And, and basically, you start it with 12 hats. And you started with 12 hats. 12 hats. And it's just so cool how you were able to, you and your son, because he's the driving force behind this. Um, mm hmm how you can start an organiz a successful organization with 12 hats. I mean, what a story that is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, to, to, to jump way ahead of you in your, in the thing, uh, in 2015, we sold 36 dozen hats. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so, and we always started out with a dozen. Right. And then you so, just yeah. kept reinvesting the money that you made and just, sold more right. yeah and until you got to the point where you could uh afford to have the kids come out for the hunt um yeah yeah it's, it's do, amazing so yeah i'm not um, really sure i know, have that's i'm sorry god that's number one for our organization is you must have an illness number oh, okay. two you must be, be between the ages of seven and 17 which is the youth requirement as of today in pennsylvania okay so you're following the, uh, the pennsylvania state hunting laws Yes, okay. all the Pennsylvania State Hunting Laws. And youth is 7 to 17. Okay. That is considered the mentor age. Um, and those are the seasons that we go. We go for turkey mentor, and then we go for mentor antlerous deer in the fall. Right. Those are the two major hunting events that we do for, for the fall. What? And then number three is okay. you must be accompanied by a parent or guardian. Okay. When so you those are the three requirements. With oh. that being said, if anything else is needed, we will provide them for you. Right. Uh, and, such as hunting clothes, firearm, um, you know, uh, shelter. Uh, if you live, we have a, a law in our organization. It's in our bylaws that if you live more than twenty minutes away, we will put, put you in a hotel so you don't have to get up until quite early in the morning. Ah, uh, that's super cool too. And. Since yeah, you since you just talked about only five miles from the hunting site. Okay. Now, since you, you just mentioned about um, if someone is is uh, twenty minutes or more away, you put them up in in a hotel. How far is your or, 
how far is your organization out now? Like as far as what is the furthest person away and where do they come from? Uh, the fur- furthest hunter away so far has been um, Virginia. Okay. So, That's pretty um, We've had a kid come from Virginia. We've had kids come from Kentucky, Ohio, New York, uh, Maryland, uh, a lot of them on the eastern part of the state, uh, of the United States. Um, as far as Midwest, we haven't had any kids from Midwest or Western states yet, um, but we're we'll welcome anybody that wants to come over and, and get out in the outdoors. It don't matter where you come from. Okay, now as of as of the last hunt, which was in October, correct for the the antlerless. Correct. Okay, how many kids did you guys take out for that October hunt for deer? Uh, the fall deer we just had, we took out twelve kids. 12 kids wow so you went from five all the way up to 12 and the the thing about um the thing about that is if you could explain like how when you have a child in a blind like like what you what you said to me was you you have two adults with that one child do you want to talk about that a little bit yeah when we when we take them out in the field we put all the kids in hunting ground blinds Uh, we don't stick anybody in a tree for safety purposes um, so we'll stick two ground blinds side by side, and you have the parent and the mentor or the guardian in one blind, and then you have a hunting mentor and a cameraman in another blind. So we have groups of four that go out uh, in each location uh, with a child. Okay. And then you guys film and, and photograph all your hunts? We film and photograph every hunt. Um, it first started out when we were filming and hunts, uh, we did it for their their purposes only. Uh, we used to put them on CD or a thumb drive and give them to the kids for their memory. Uh, but it, it, in light of that, we also put them, um, we have their own television program called NHF TV, first television show in America for kids, about kids, and, and only kids. There is no adult on the, on the hunting uh, show uh, except for the narrator, and that's only our boys. And that, again, that's called NHF. NHF TV. Yeah, NHF TV. How does one get to watch that channel? Uh, you can watch all the past ones on uh, our YouTube page, Nevin Tiny Friends. Um, but currently, we're working with uh, some um, television programs on tel- on TV to try to get them on there. Uh, we're still currently working on that, uh, so we'll have to. Uh, Folks have to stay tuned and, and look for, for further announcements on that. So, uh, but we're trying to, to uh, up our game a little bit. <laughs> there you go. So if they go to the um, Nevin's Hunting Friends uh, website, you can then follow, follow the website and find the recorded hunts on that page? Or do you have to go to YouTube and do it? Yeah, if you go on nevinshuntingfriends.com, um, all one word, and... You can do everything from that site. You can sign up as a hunter. You can sign up as a volunteer. You can donate to uh, NHF. You can participate in any raffle that we have, monthly raffle. You can participate in our annual raffle in March. You can watch past hunts. You can watch um, all the videos, short clips. Uh, photos of every season since 2014, um, and you can see as well uh, all of our sponsors, 
all of our product sponsors, and all of our corporate sponsors. Um, you know, believe me, it takes a lot to go hunting. Um, the most we've ever had is 20. This past year, we we had uh, 12 uh, due to uh, you know COVID restrictions and whatnot. Okay. Um, <coughs> so, uh, hopefully, we can jump back in the spring uh, and try some from there. Uh, you know, you can see everything you wanted to see on on our website. And if people have any suggestions, just inbox the website, and uh, you know, I'll try to get you whatever you need. Um, that's pretty awesome. But it's been a it's been a heck of a ride. Yeah, I'm sure been, it is. Uh, I don't know if you're working. I'm sorry. I don't. Years. I'm sorry. I don't know if you're working off of a list, and I I, I kind of took a list as we were talking the other day, and I don't want to. I hope I'm not going to mess you up. But one of the things that really was the biggest, one of the biggest impacts of your organization, um, was what you were explaining to me as far as. Once a child goes on a hunt, it's not a once-and-done thing, and the follow-up that your group does. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot of organizations out there that will take kids out hunting on a hunt of a lifetime or a, a dream hunt, uh, so to say. Um, you know, there's different, different companies in the United States. But our company, our organization, uh, we will, once you sign up, at no matter what age, between 7 and 17, uh, say, for instance, you go on a, uh, the turkey hunt uh, and you like it, everything's gone good, you're successful or not, um, we will welcome you back um, for another hunt. Now, that being said, we take our kids for deer season uh, and turkey season. Those are our two major uh, hunts for the year. But we also take kids on pheasant hunts. We take them on dove hunts, goose hunts. Uh, we take them out in the, in the summertime for groundhog hunting. Uh, we take them out uh, at, at, to Lake Erie for walleye fishing. Uh, we'll take them for youth trout day in Pennsylvania. Um, and we also have a great big picnic uh, in the springtime so everybody can get together and have some fun. We call it Family Fun Day. Um, so once you're in an organization, you are welcome to stay in our organization until you exceed the youth age limit in Pennsylvania. So if you're at the age of seven, you can hunt or fish or do whatever for that particular year, whichever event you want to do. You don't have to make them all. It's not mandatory. Uh, you could stay in our organization until you're 17. Um, so in other words, once you go on a hunt and, and uh, you're successful, you know, we don't say see you, bye, later. We welcome you back because it's one great big family. Um, and the cool thing about it is if, you have a, if we have a hunt and it's all done and over with, before the end of the day, before them kids are leaving, they're coming up to me and saying, hey, when's the next hunt? What are we doing next? We want to go. Oh, that's um, exciting. have a heck of a time. Putting a smile on their face is the number one goal. But if you harvest something, if it's uh, extra special, um, and, and that's what makes us different from anybody else. Yeah, and uh, that's the... With that being said, it takes a lot of money, because if you right. have 1,500 in one year, and you're doing 10 events, that's like taking 150 kids out in one year. It takes yeah. a lot of money to do that, um, and uh, everybody on this organization is a volunteer. Right. And myself, as president, I do not collect a nickel. 
Every amount that goes into our organization goes right to the kids. So everything that you get as far as monetary donations, that goes 100% to the hunting, fishing, and uh, what it would take to have that event. That's correct, right? 100%. Right. See, that's I, I really, I, I really kind of like that, um, that if somebody wants to donate that they can they know that a hundred percent of what they're doing goes to the event that's occurring at the time um and another thing that as you're talking um another thing that brings your expenses up is it would be the outfitting as far as the clothing and all that kind of stuff yeah you can reuse to a point you can reuse the blinds but the clothing you don't reuse right no the clothing we do not reuse um, we actually do have, uh, if you look on our website on the sponsor page, uh, we do have a camel company that has donated uh, camo to the children. Uh, we have different products that, that we use, uh, reuse every week. Uh, but as far as camo, uh, we did have a camel company step up and give the kids camo. Um, but if, if we get a new hunter, uh, I just have to uh, contact my make my contacts and, uh, you know, try to get some clothing for them too. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So what would you say, and if you, if you don't want to, if you don't want to disclose it, it's, it's fine with me, but what would you say roughly is your average yearly budget right now? Uh, well, it's going up every year, you know, in 2014, only taking five kids, it only costs about, you know, two or $3,000. Okay. Uh, but as far as this past season, um, it, if I remember correctly, we've, we've spent roughly $35,000. Okay, so so basically real close to 35000 give or take a couple grand here and there. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, then, depending on the kids that we have. So then what do you guys do on a yearly basis to raise the monies for that, for that budget? Well, we have annual gun raffle, uh, you know, strip ticket raffles that are on our website. We do one a month. Um, and then we have our great big uh, annual fundraiser, which is in March. Um, it is a big banquet uh, style um, gun raffle as far as uh, like the NRA, NWTF, Ducks Unlimited, they put on a uh, big dinner raffle uh, and a gun, a gun raffle at the same time. And about how many people attend that, the big dinner, the annual dinner? Uh, last year we had 196 people. Wow, so just a couple of people short of two hundred. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, we've had it for the last three years, and uh, the first year we started about a hundred and ten. Uh, the following year was about a hundred and sixty, and then a hundred and ninety-six. That's that's pretty cool. And then, um, so all they have to do is go to the website. They can research it on Facebook. If there's, I know, I know, I saw a couple of the raffles on Facebook too. But the easiest thing to do is just go right directly to the website. Yeah, you, yeah, you can do anything from the website. And then it has you have options on there on the website that you can donate directly if you'd like, or and then you, right. and then there's a contact page if somebody wants to contact you guys and ask questions or whatever the case may be, they can do so also. That is yeah, if you don't want to donate for the website, you can always call me on my cell phone is on the website as far as the contact. If anybody wants to send a check uh, as far as a corporate donation, um, and you know, be advised that any donation, whether it's a dollar, 
or a thousand or up, uh, everything is tax deductible because we are a 501c3. I will give you a receipt that says you donated to this uh, for your tax purposes. Right. I was. I'm really blown away at at uh, at your organization because I. I come from, and you know, we discussed this a little bit on the phone, but I come from a pretty big hunting background and I had the opportunity to do some hunts out of, out of Pennsylvania. And I got a chance to do a couple outdoor show or the, the hunting shows, um, not the hunting shows, the, um, the, uh, the, what the hunting, I guess they are called hunting shows, the hunting shows that where you go to different States and you get to meet some of the, the big people that, that are on TV mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. And one of the things that, and I understand it to a point because they are celebrities. I get that. And that, you know, they're not able to dedicate a lot of their time to maybe one particular organization. But one of the things that that I, I would somehow like to see, and I'm not 100% sure how this would go down, but it would be so cool if there would be a, like a celebrity endorsement or somebody who who would latch on with you guys and you know maybe not give 100% of their time but maybe if they could give 45 50% of their time that to be accessible I guess that's my my I don't want to put a percentage on it I want to say be accessible to you guys to be your voice to be an assisted voice to Nevin to um to promote your group Yeah that'd be good Yeah that would be kind of cool if there's yeah. If there was somebody, yeah. if there was somebody out there that had a connection into somebody that could be in touch with you guys, and because like I've always said, and it's it's interesting um, how you guys began with the selling of the hats. That's that's what I say. There's always powers and number. There's power in numbers, and if you can get a voice that has a lot of connections and you get a little bit from part of his connections, you guys can be very successful and don't have to kill yourself on fundraising. Yeah. It only takes one person. Right. Yeah. Get one person in there that will be able to be a voice and um, just kind of help you guys out. Yeah. And I hope, I hope we can get connected into that because that'd be a real huge benefit. There yeah, are, s- I, I, I mean, I've, I've talked to a, a few people, um, you know, I'd say higher up than you and I um, in the hunting industry um, as far as uh, uh, promoters and whatnot. Right. Um, but I've never reached that second level uh, where I'm trying to reach a celebrity or movie star or actor or something like a singer. Um, you know, I've we have a couple uh, singers that, uh, that are higher up. Uh, actually, Nashville stars that uh, helped us out as far as audio for um, NHS TV and whatnot. Oh, okay. But we've never had anything as far as a celebrity, uh, you know, talk to us or talk to Nevin, call Nevin. You're like uh, an endorsement. Cool. <laughs> You're like a celebrity endorsement. Yeah. Yeah, celebrity endorsement. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I but think. Uh, yeah, that would be pretty, be pretty cool. Yeah, it would be super cool. I think it's just you know it's just a matter of time because I really am blown away at how you guys operate your organization. Um, the fact that once a child comes on board, they're on board as long as they want. 
and um, you continue to even on a on a medical care, you guys continue to follow up with the people. If there's a situation, they reach out to you. Then um, it's not a it's not like you said earlier that it's a once and done and and we forget about you. And I I really I really like yeah. that. I think follow up is huge, and I think that puts you guys um, leaps and bounds above. Um, some of the organizations where, you know, in fact, you see them on TV where they bring in some kids from different areas and then they do their hunt and then that's the last that they really hear of anything. Uh-oh, did I lose you? Say that again? Uh, I said that um, it, that's what puts your group uh, leaps and bounds above other groups where your follow-up and your continuing contact with people. It's not like they go on TV and they get invited for a special hunt. It's once and done where you guys, you know, you'll keep in contact with the kids as long as they are part of the group. Yeah, that's correct. I think that's, I think that's, go ahead. uh, Let me put a little tear in your eye. Um, Back in 2014, one of the, one of the gentlemen that uh, was one of our hunters, has got Duchenne muscular dystrophy. Okay. Um, and he was age, uh, I think he was 14 or 15 when he came into our organization. Uh, really, really uh, great kid. Uh, do anything for you. Um, and hunted in, with us until we were 17. Okay. So now he's out of the organization. Okay. And actually signed up to be a mentor. Oh, nice. Uh, that following season. Uh, and has been a mentor for three seasons and is actually one of our board of directors now. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah. So he's a kid, uh, does anything for you and just loves to be in the outdoors and and take the kids out. Um, very, very shy when we first started, but not now. Um, he's just one of the family. Oh, that's awesome. Um, So when, when that happens, um, you know, we, we know we did something right, and uh, currently we have um, three past hunters that are now mentors in our organization. Oh, that's super cool. Hey, let's let's talk about Nevin for a little bit, um, your son Nevin, who basically was the uh, driving force behind this whole organization. He's currently what age today? He is 15 today. Okay, so he's 15 years old, and... Mm-hmm. How about, can you talk a little bit about him as far as when he first started out and even within your group and where, where he's at today? Like, what is his role in the group right now? And what did he, how did he start and where's he at now? Well, when he first came up with this idea in 2014, um, at first I just thought, uh, you know, he's just another kid wanting to go hunting. Um, and which I believe that's still the case today. Um, but as the years have gone by, um, he's actually kind of taken a second role, uh, not only as a founder, um, but also as a mentor. Okay. Um, I noticed a couple of years ago, uh, we've had a boy that um, he actually met down in Children's Hospital uh, during a routine uh, checkup. Uh, the boy had cancer. <laughs> and they actually, um, they went on a deer hunt together. Uh, and didn't even know it until they got there, and, and they, they were friends at the time, uh, and it got to hunt together on a deer hunt um, over in uh, central Pennsylvania. Um, so they actually met at Children's and then hunted together. Uh, it was kind of ironic. Oh, that's pretty cool. We, 
he actually, after that hunt, he invited them over to hunt with us. Okay. Now, when when I say he invited them over, he said, hey, sign up for our group and come over and hunt with us. We have a good time over here. Uh, so he hunted. He signed up to hunt over here. But when I'm filling out the the group, uh, per se, for the uh, for the week, um, he asked to be put with him as a mentor. Um, oh, wow. And decided not to hunt that year uh, in the woods by himself. He wanted to go uh, with his buddy. Oh, that's uh, cool. So, you know, and then that was a couple years ago. And then this past year, or I would say this past month in October when we, when we went out hunting, um, there was another gentleman who is a leukemia survivor um, that was in a football accident and had a neck brace on his neck. Uh, so he was unable to have any recoil on his shoulder or chest area because of his neck injury. Um, so we, um, we got together uh, and we have a, uh, a lead sled contraction that we put the gun in so there wouldn't be any recoil. Uh, and uh, the boy was able to harvest a deer this year um, out of that unit. Um, and Nevin was the cameraman for that because uh, he wanted to be part of that group as well. So he's actually taking more of a uh, adult role in the organization instead of a hunting role, um, which he's starting to he's starting to realize what kind of organization he has come up with, um, and he's changing his his uh, uh, mentorship uh, in instead of a huntership. So he's actually doing pretty well. I'm pretty proud of him. Um, so uh, when we took on this organization, um, as far as 2014, I told him I would do it until he turned 21. Uh, and as far as uh, the laws in Pennsylvania for uh, nonprofits, uh, he would take over when he turned 21. Uh, but he's already starting to establish a larger role in the organization yeah i just think it's so it's it's uh so cool that you know he basically started this out in such a young age and just a few years into it he's already stepping aside and saying you know hey i i don't i'm okay if i don't hunt let's get another child in here and i'll just be one of the mentors and and help that child so he's getting to the got he has re gotten to the point where it's not it's not about the harvest anymore. It's about the enjoyment of others being able to make to do the harvest and having that enjoyment from that. That's 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 the you know that really speaks volumes. That's yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, you know, and that's uh, you know, as a dad, uh, I couldn't be more proud of him to do that. Yeah, I totally get that. Because I know that that that's not something that happens overnight. I mean, because I know when I first I was twelve when when we started hunting, and it took me quite a few years until I got to the point where I was getting other buddies or whatever to gather, and and I would try to make sure that they got a deer before I did, and 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 that's that's a mm -hmm. that's not something easy to do when you're a hunter, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, it, it doesn't happen overnight. No, that's for sure. you're you're right. It really doesn't. Um, okay, so again, the website is nevinhuntingfriends.com, correct? Oh, and it's all Nevin's, one word. N e v i n s. Nevinhuntingfriends. Dot com. 
Com. Okay. Say. I'm going to try. I'm going to put a link up um, so that hopefully it'll all work out for me. But I'll be able to put a link up to the website and then hopefully you guys will get some traffic from this and, and who knows what will happen. Um, but yeah, I just, again, man, I am just, my hats are off to you guys. What a great organization you have. And it, it's just, it, like I said, it blows me away at how in-depth you guys are and that you really will take care of any child that has a, has a desire to get out into the woods or get onto the lake, or I say lake, but get onto the water and do some fishing. I mean, it's so important to get mm-hmm. this young, this younger generation out, out in the outdoors. That's for yeah. sure. But all right. Was there anything else that you want to, you want to uh, include before we wrap up or. Yeah, no, we're good. You're doing good. All right. Well, listen, I, I really yeah. appreciate you taking your time. First of all, thanks for reaching out to me. That, that meant the world to me. And uh, thanks for coming on. And as I said, I will um, be putting this up with, um, with the link to your website. Okay, so no, just, hopefully, uh, you know, I'm doing this, you know, on the eyes, ears, and uh, for Nevin as far as to uh, reach out to people and, and sponsors and, and all the legwork. Uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, he's 15 now in a few years. Uh, maybe you can call and uh, talk to Nevin himself and, uh, uh, you know, get his perspective on it. And, uh, you know, who knows what we'll be in, in four to five years. And, Oh yeah, any time. Yeah, we can. It yeah, just it's not a big deal at all, man. Because these are the these are the kind of topics that I like to cover. Um, and with with what you guys already have done, I mean, I'm totally on board. I mean, there's so many things that we get we get contacted for, and we start asking questions. And um, y- you you've already talked. You you really talked about it. Um, with how some organizations um operate, and you guys are different. You really are, yeah. and and I really appreciate that uh, you reached out to me, and we were able to get get this done. And hopefully, this will help you a little bit, if anything at all. So, all right, it was great to talk to yeah, you. Hopefully. And um, just stand by one second. Well, I just hope that uh, all the listeners here were as touched as what I was with um, this podcast. Um, it's sometimes it. Uh, we get uh, contacted by by different people, different groups, and some that just really um, reach out to the uh, heartstrings, and and this one definitely did. So again, we're going to wrap up. Um, their website is nevinhuntingfriends dot com. Um, you can find them on Facebook. You can um, go to their website and check them out. Go to the website, check out a couple of their videos. And um, if, if you have the ability, um, don't be afraid to uh, shoot him a donation. And as he said, his phone number is right on the website. If you would like to reach out to him for a corporate um, type of donation or involvement, because they're, they're always looking for mentors. And again, they're out in the western part of Pennsylvania between Pittsburgh and Erie, I think it was. Um, so if it's something that you're, you're, in, you're into, that you would like to get involved just reach out and talk to the guy he's a really super super nice guy and they'll get you started so again thanks thanks so much for listening and um i hope you guys all have a great day later peeps